Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. You are listening to Room 104. You can connect on any social media platform that you have. Well, mainly Twitter and Instagram at underscore Room 104. You can drop us a comment, um, any thoughts that you have. Now... Uh, how do we describe the next person we are going to speak to? Um, different, definitely different um, into something that's probably common but unheard of. Common but unheard of. And if you are in a relationship, especially a married one, you probably... You wouldn't be happy with this. Yeah, you probably wouldn't be happy with this. So the person who's joining us on the line who says this is her, her, her way of life, her lifestyle, doesn't really see too much of a problem with it, obviously, because she continues to do it. Uh, Gwyneth Lee, thank you very much for joining Room 104. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm well, thank you. I suppose, in your own words, can you describe the lifestyle that you live and, you know, how you go about life? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll discuss the area that I think you have the questions about. And uh, I'm a serial... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm an international traveling businesswoman and I'm a serial mistress. I date married men. Wow, I've never heard someone uh, call themselves a serial mistress. So I don't really know what a serial mistress does or is. Yeah, yeah. How would you define serial mistress? It's pretty straightforward. Like anything that's a serial, serial killer, serial mistress. <laughs> it's a repeat offender, I suppose. But yeah, most of my adult life, I, I, I've just chosen to go the simple route and date married men. Now, is there a reason for that? Like, do you not find you want to commit to someone that is single as well, that it has no baggage as per such. Yeah, it's not so much that. Um, I'm a widow, and uh, I met my late my my late husband, you know, via friends when he was going through a separation. Uh, but I think there's a lot of confusion about what dating married men is, because to women, when a man is separated, she considers him married. And there's a lot of men who say, "Oh, I'm separated. The paper divorce is final. We're just waiting for the last draft." I'm single, and and women don't consider it that way. So, I mean, there are men I date that are separated. Um, There have been men who are, let's say, in their 50s or 60s. Their wives have gone through the change, and she's no longer interested in keeping him happy in the bedroom. So he goes on a married dating site like Illicit Encounters, and I'm on there. And there's married dating sites, you know, where you can go on, and there's people on there actually looking for a relationship. When did you start doing this? Oh, gosh, years back. I was living in London, and I was living with my partner at the time. I mean, we were, he was an art collector and Formula One, all this, and we're traveling all over the world going to these races and dynamic things, and he became impotent. And it got to a point where the Viagra, the Cielas, all the pharmaceuticals did not work. And, and he just kind of one day said, listen, darling, will you stop running marathons and jumping off buildings and out of planes? It's becoming obvious something's wrong. 
go do something discreetly. And I saw an advertisement for Ellis Encounters website on the side of a London bus where I was living at the time. And uh, I thought, let's give it a shot. And I called a girlfriend and said, hey, there's this website. We both went on together. Her husband was also impotent. Uh, unbeknownst to her, it was from Rogaine. She thought he was having an affair. And we both went on and, and found fantastic men. Now, did your other halves at the time know you were doing this? He gave me permission. Okay, well, at least you knew. Oh, okay. I suppose that's kind of... Yep. That, that's, that's okay. But I'd say a lot of men that maybe are on this site, their wives probably don't know they're on it. Well, the first man I had the affair with on that website, he was a man who was kind of like I was. He was running marathons and building back torches and this and that because he was trying to get over the anxiety because his wife had just kind of stopped everything. She she had gone through the change and he hadn't had sex in, in over five years with his wife. And no matter what he did, he kept working out, trying to get rid of the energy to be monogamous. It was driving him crazy. And, you know, he, like me, saw the advertisement joined the site, we had a lovely lunch and started an affair that lasted about a year and a half. And do you think there's a rush with a kind of a married man knowing that he's maybe attached in some way as opposed to a single guy who has no attachments whatsoever? I don't know. I I mean, the men that I've had affairs with, I mean, a lot of the men I've had affairs with were long-term affairs. Um, I think that a lot of them are just trying to fill a void. It's the puzzle piece that's missing and they don't want to rock a boat they're not looking for heavy drama. They, they love their wife. She's the best friend, the mother of their kid. They're just going, listen, she chose to stop. I didn't have a say in it. <clears throat> yeah, what am I supposed to do now? Divorce my best friend and, and screw up my family? Or, or, or do I just go out and try to discreetly manage this? So you're not trying to get with them long term. You're not trying to go out with them or marry them kind of a thing. You're not trying to take them away from the wife. You're just satisfying a oh, need. God, no. Oh, no, no, absolutely not. I had an affair with a man who I still see two or three times a year we get together. He had a midlife crisis, took a mistress in his hometown, and, you know, had a torrid affair. The woman made him leave his wife. And, you know, during this affair, he called me and said, I'm losing my mind. He explained the story, and I said, you have lost your mind. You've got to stop that immediately. That's ridiculous. And and I helped him through it, and I said, you've got to get rid of her. And and I talked him through it, got him through it, and he did leave her, did go back to his wife. I, I told him how to talk to his wife and his kids about it and, and how to move forward. Can I ask you, the first relationship or the first affair you had with the married man, um, did he address his problems and concerns about the lack of sex with his other half? Absolutely. We were, we were 100% up front, you know. That's the great thing when you meet on a married dating site. You both know why you're there. You know, we were both in relationships. He was married and I was with my partner at the time. And and we had a lovely lunch. Over lunch, he just said, you know, what made you go on the site? And I said, my partner is impotent. He is the medical industry. He's never going to be able to be intimate again uh, the way we once were. And, and he said, well, yeah, my wife lost interest. And I, I don't really know what to do. And you know, I'm not trying to fall in love. I don't want to mess up my marriage. And I said, but it's driving me crazy. So, but what I'm asking, did, has, did he say it to his wife? Do you know if he addressed it with the wife? Oh, or is God, no. Kinda, is no, 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 no. So, so no. He, 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 we, he never went up to the wife. But what I'm saying is, did he ever go to the wife no. and say, why aren't we having sex anymore? And what's the problem? Can we well, work through this? Well, he had tried to talk with her, but she was an extreme alcoholic. And, and he just said, you know, he, he tried to have several conversations, suggest right. counseling and all this and that. And because of her alcoholism and, and you know, and, and the kids, he just thought it's best to keep my mouth shut, stiff upper lip. And, um, 
just get on with it. And it wasn't until then. But but with her, one day it did stop because he came home. You know, I used to wear a lot of Asian provocateur, and he bought her some and said, maybe we can spice up our marriage on, on one of their anniversaries. She stuck it in a drawer, and one day he came home and she was wearing it and, and caught him completely off guard. And he said, I'm not sure if she figured out that, that I'm doing something, but she doesn't know what. Um, but she wore the lingerie, and our affair immediately ended because she started again. Oh. Oh. And were you, were you yeah. okay with that, or did you feel a little bit, oh? I was heartbroken, but I, 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 I wished him well. You know, I mean, we're, we're human beings, and, and we know why we're there. And he said, listen, you know I can't be... And I said, I completely understand. I, I, I'll love you forever. You're, you're a wonderful human being, and, and you're an honorable person. I mean, he had a moral compass, and I know that's discussable. <laughs> that's negotiable <laughs> to say, yeah, or how you say yeah, yeah. it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's questionable, right? But, um, you know, he did have a strong moral compass. He was a good father, he was a good husband. He was a successful man, loyal to his, you know, his business. And he just had this one little piece of the puzzle that was missing, and it was driving him up the wall. And, you know, and he called me, and, and we, he called me on my birthday and wished me well. And, you know, and, and it was lovely. We had great talks afterwards. We never got together again. But he did say, if you ever want to meet for lunch or something in London. And I said, no. I, I said, I, I would love to. And I said, but it would be too uncomfortable, and it's not fair to your wife. And he said, fair enough. And, and so we never met again, but we talked on Skype for like a year or two afterwards. We'd call once or twice a year to check in on each other and see how the kids were doing and hear how his marriage was going. And, and she became quite feisty suddenly. He, don't know, he didn't know what got into her. Oh. Well, well, I mean, it kind of, I know on the one side of this, this sounds like um, having an, a sordid affair might be able to solve certain aspects Issues. or problems. Yeah. But has this ever ended in a wife finding out and shit hitting the fan and, you know, oh. there's obviously <laughs> negative <laughs> negative oh consequences to having an affair. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had years, years back, um, I, I had met a man on there and, you know, every uh, to make it clear, every man I met, I said, listen, I want to make one thing clear and it's in my profile. If you are considering divorce, if you are having marital trouble, don't write me. And all the men I start affairs with, I said, listen, I want to make one thing clear. If you leave your wife, it will end. And I had one man who just became obsessed with me. He, you know, I was, I was starting a new business and he was like, he wanted to be an investor. And I was like, are you sure? Don't know getting that. So he went completely obsessed, obsessed, you know, investing in one of my companies and was calling me and, you know, obsessed, obsessed, obsessed and said, I've done it. I've left my wife. You're my choice. And I'm going to move into your flat. And I said, oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. And he said, and I've told her it's you. And I said, oh, well, that was the dumbest thing you've ever done. And he said, and I've told my children. And I said, that's even dumber. Wow. And, and I said, yeah. yeah, well, at the end, I just said, listen, there are two choices here. He kept calling. He was crying on the phone. And this was a successful businessman. He had a very well-known company in England that we've all heard of. And he went absolutely stark raving mad. And, you know, the wife started calling me. And I said, I'm really sorry. And I said, oh, I don't know. You know, I just flat out said, listen, I, I'm really sorry. I don't know what gave him the impression we're having an affair. I just, you know, thought I'm going to keep this simple. I don't, I don't do drama. I don't do hysteria. I do not do apocalyptic meltdowns. And I just kind of said, listen, I understand you, that your husband found me attractive, but I, I'm actually not the girl. I think you've got me mistaken. I think that he used me as, you know, and I made some convoluted story because I was so caught off guard. I just spewed something and hung up on her and blocked my phone with everybody. 
And would yeah. you do that a lot? Like if there's wives or girlfriends or someone that's committed to a guy that you've been with and they contact you, do you just pretend that it didn't happen? Um, you know, in all the years I've been doing this, that was the only one where it really went bonkers. And the wife, I said, listen, do you want to talk to this? Do you want to meet for lunch? And she's like, no, it's okay, Gwen. And I said, listen, I'm really sorry. I, I don't know why he used my name. And I said, I'm really, really sorry. And um, yeah, I'm sorry. So, and I blocked them. So maybe if she found proof, but I don't think she did. I said, listen, I'm just someone invested in a business and I call him for advice from time to time. And you know, but I haven't had that sense because I've, I've kind of, after that accident, I was so. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Freaked out that I really made strict rules with the men and said, listen, if, if any woman calls me, I'll get a bloody restraining order. And I said, I don't do nothing. Okay. I don't do psycho. So you're not dealing with any crazy, uh, I would go mad myself yeah. if I was yeah, being yeah. cheated on, like I would. Yeah. So you're not going to yeah, deal with that. So. Mm. Yeah, You know, if, if, if you have a marriage, I mean, another thing is, I think that there's also women of different age groups. There's women who've chosen to stop having sex with their husbands. And I think that when a woman has made the decision that it's good, I've become a grandmother, I'm not interested anymore, that many of them turn a blind eye. Because in general, the men I have affairs with are men who are in their late 50s, 60s, maybe even 70s, I don't know. But basically, they're in marriages where the wife stopped. And there's just not an interest anymore. I mean, and it's, it's like you remove it from the table of conversation. One of the things I know that, well, I, I don't know, I'm going to presume is that, you know, you're just blaming the women for the men not being able to contro- control their horny selves and that they made a commitment to their wives and they should honour that even if it's through a five-year dry patch. You know, I, I see your point there and I do understand how it could be viewed that way. However, I'm not saying the women are to blame. I mean, you know, sexual intercourse has nothing to do with love and commitment to some people. And, you know, I lived in Northern Europe. My partner who gave me permission was Dutch, and he gave me permission. And, 
you know, to him, it didn't really matter. He just was like, stop jumping off buildings and running all these marathons. You're thin as rail. And he said, just go get this solved, because obviously this is a problem between us. So he looked at it logically. He didn't see it as me going out and, you know, doing anything other than, you know, if you go to the gym because you're a pound overweight. And there's some people who view it the way, there's some people who don't. I understand that a lot of people will say, you, you, you horrific woman, you're destroying marriages. You know, that's fine. You know, maybe it does destroy marriage, but when a person steps outside of a marriage to be intimate with another person, there's, there's two, two or three reasons. One of them is they're just a scoundrel and I can't get enough. There's other <laughs> men who are going, listen, I, I, I'm going mad. I need something on the side and I want to do it with somebody sane and logical like myself. So they went on a married dating site. And then there's someone who's just going, this could be interesting. Can I do it? Can I not? And there's just as many people who log onto these websites who think they can do an affair. They can't, but they just want some cyber chat. Sorry, are you surprised with how many men are actually on this site? You know, I, I think there's a lot of men on all these sites, but there's just as many men on these sites that are on, you know, porn channels. I think that it's a lot of curiosity. I think people see it and think, God, does that really happen? You know, and, and there's people who think, ooh, they're off golfing or on a fishing trip. You know, they, they're off on a golfing trip and somebody said, oh, God, so-and-so. You know, one of the guys going, oh, God, my wife has a second, you know, doing the same story. And, and one of them tells the other one, I went on this website, and, you know, I met this really lovely girl. And, you know, it kind of took the stress off and the edge off. And, and people tell each other that. And, I mean, it's like me with my girlfriend. Her husband hadn't had sex with her, and she was trying to figure out every way. She was stalking his computer, trying to figure out who this mistress was. When, to her great shock, it was Rogaine. <laughs> and by then, she was having an affair, and we were like, ooh, awkward. Are there many women on these websites as well? Because I know we're, we're, we're man-bashing here. No, we're, we're not like, man-bashing. I know there... there's equally as many women that cheat as well. I do know that for a fact. Yeah, so Absolutely. I think there's a lot of everything. You know, I think that there's women, if you're going to talk about the women's side... I think there's women who have husbands who are traveling businessmen who aren't home and the women have high libidos or women who married an older man because he's stable, he's a good father, and he's at an age where he's not performing. I mean, look at my situation. I had a partner I was madly in love with, was in the process of adopting a child. We had an amazing relationship and bam, one day it's just nothing worked anymore. But I didn't want to leave him. He was wonderful. I was just looking to fill a void because I was anxious. Right. Okay. But you just wouldn't be interested in like a single man. You know, that, that comes with a lot of complications. I mean, a lot of people say, why do you keep dating married men now? And I said, it's honest. Have you ever gone on Tinder, Bumble or Match.com? It's living hell out there. Dating apps have made single men behave appalling. I mean, I just want to have someone I can have a great meal with, great conversation and someone that I can share great intimacy with. And, and the, the intimacy that I enjoy is one that's with someone I connect with. Suffering through dinners of men talking about, good God, the horrific topics that single men talk about. You know, <laughs> and knowing that they're probably very high risk because they're shagging half of London and any other city they go to because they go on Tinder and they line up three dates a day. And, and then when they're on dinner... You know, if you're having a lovely meal with someone and having a great conversation, every time you look the other way, they're staring down at their phone because they're thinking, looks like I'm not going to get the deal, so I better make sure I've got something later to wrap up the evening. It's miserable. So That's absolutely miserable. Okay, a couple of fair, <laughs> fair points. Can't, yeah. really, can't really argue with that um, in this day and age. But if someone, either a man or a woman, is in a situation that you've brought up where they haven't had sex for years, they really love their other half, what would you recommend they do before 
trying to go down the affair route? You know, they need to they need to evaluate their, their own emotional stability and, and what they're missing. I think that affairs are not for everyone. I think that maybe going on a cyber chat is better. Because I've had girlfriends who've gone and had cyber chats, and their husband said, you have an affair, and she never met the person. They just texted. Because not everybody has the ability to have non-committal sex. I mean, I understand one-night stands. When I've gone on these websites, I'm not looking for a one-night stand. I'm looking for someone I'm going to continue to see for a long period of time. Be that three months, be that three years. But not everyone is cut out for that. Not everyone can make love with another person kiss, look them in the eye and touch their warm skin and then go home to their family. Do you get paid to um, meet these men or do you offer, do they offer you money or offer you gifts and things like that? Gosh, I've had men buy me all kinds of gifts over the year. I mean, I have a business. I run four businesses. I have a family office. Um, With my family, I, I handle all the investments of my family. I've got four or five other businesses of my own and you know, I, I'm a social media business. You know, I, I'm not looking for money when I meet these men. I'm sure there are girls on there that do, and I'm sure there's men on there that are dating girls of a lower economic position and they help them out. But my purpose of going on there was for finding an intimate relationship with an intelligent man. I mean, I meet men, and we lay in bed and have a bottle of champagne and talk about his latest speech in Davos. I mean, these are men that, you know, are looking for a woman who, who intellectually understands them. They're not looking for a child um, or, or some poor, poor immigrant girl who's, who's, who's got her way out of her country by a visa by marrying a man in England. You know, I, you know, I'm looking for something a little bit more depth, but I do know that exists because guys told me about it and said, oh, it's nice to meet a businesswoman who's on here who's in good shape and irrational about it. And you have top tips for anyone who may consider that as a career. I think there are women who are career. I've had girlfriends who are, you know, I, I grew up doing modeling intelligence. I have girlfriends who've actually been career mistresses. Um, I'm a serial mistress. I'm not a career mistress. I make my own money. But I have girlfriends who've, who've met amazing men who've taken very good care of them, um, you know, who have beautiful flats in, in New York, in London, in Monaco, um, whose men have helped invest and taught them how to set up businesses. But for me, being a serial mistress, I love the travel, I love the fun, I love the fine dining. And for me, the top tip I say with these women is be straight. Don't, don't take any nonsense. Make it clear that you're not looking for them to leave the wife. Um, zero tolerance on photo collectors. A lot of guys get on these sites and like, hey, baby, show me what I'm getting, send me pictures. Don't ever send anybody a picture. And if a successful man looking for an affair doesn't need to collect any pictures. He wants to meet you and look in your eyes to know who you are. Because married men aren't, aren't, I can't say married men aren't sleazy, that's the wrong term. But I have to say, because <laughs> that's, God, there's, everybody's sleazy if you're leaving. But at the end of the day, I think that, that someone who's looking for a connection, who's in a marriage, and they're not looking to destroy their marriage, isn't out there, you know, seeking something trashy. They're looking for someone discreet, you know, conservative appearance they want to be able to eat a meal with you in a restaurant and and not have everybody in the restaurant staring going jesus you know they're not trying to draw attention to themselves they're just trying to feel fill the void if that makes sense yeah it makes loads of sense yeah definitely um i don't know if you're looking for anyone else right now or you might have a full schedule but do you do you have any online or social media handles or do you even want to advertise those now before we wrap up Absolutely. I mean, all my social media is Gwyneth Lee, and it's uh, G-W-E-N-E-T-H 
underscore Lee. And I have a Facebook page, Twitter. I also uh, organize adult events in North America. <laughs> you know, I, I love having fun and uh, I love having affairs. <laughs> so <laughs> it is what it is. Well, at least you're honest. <laughs> yeah, at least you're honest. At least you're honest. <laughs> Cool. You know, my my married friends aren't afraid of having me at the dinner table. You know, my my married girlfriends never worry about me because they know I'm not a husband stealer. And we joke about it. And the husbands, even at dinner parties, will go, God, what's the latest one? Have you got anybody new? And and they love hearing about it, you know. And they're not threatened by me at all because they know where I stand. Now, Gwyneth, I'm just going to put this out there. If I was married, I don't think we could be friends. I'd be very worried. (laughs) (laughs) I really would. (laughs) I completely understand. and, And that's... You know, that makes sense. So you're not going, so you're not inviting her to your next dinner party. Well, so I'm not going to get married rude. either, by How the way. Rude. Oh, so then you can be friends. It's fine. Yeah, we can be friends until then. <laughs> Listen. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. And if you have to end the friendship, I completely understand and I respect your. <laughs> Gwen has got good affair policies in place exactly. that, you know, that we follow yeah. to the letter of the law. Happy days. Um, listen, Gwen, it was a fascinating conversation, fascinating kind of life and perspective you have on that whole thing. Thanks a million for popping on and very best of luck with all the businesses and all the affairs that you're having. Thank you very much. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.